So yes, investing in masks. We had to invest in um, hand sanitizer, disinfectant. Uh, you know, the gloves is, is, is a universal precaution, but we had to step it up a little bit. This is Blair Durham with Black Wall Street Today, your media hub for all things black entrepreneurship, politics, news, and events in Hampton Roads and beyond. When I say black, y'all say Wall Street. Black. Wall Street. Black Wall Street. And now, here's your host, Blair Durham. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's the 104th edition of Black Wall Street Today with Blair Durham, and I am super excited to share with you. Today's show is sponsored by Milestone Mental Health Agency, as well as Apex Financial Group and the COO team. And now I'm excited to share our very first guest. We are continuing in our series that is focusing on excellence in black business ownership. Joining us today is Antrina Curry. She is the owner of Caring Hearts with Healing Hands Home Care Services, providing assistance to seniors in their own homes. Antrina had aspired to become a nurse since kindergarten, and when she was 16 years old, she went to school to get her nursing degree. At the age of 18, she became a licensed practical nurse, and by the time she was 25, she was an RN, or registered nurse. Throughout her career, Ms. Curry has always worked with the elderly and currently specializes in geriatric care. In 2018, she founded her own company, so she's providing in-home care for seniors. Welcome to our show, Andrina. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. I am doing well this morning. Awesome. It is great to have you. I know that you have a phenomenal story that is going to benefit so many. So if you would, just start out by telling us why nursing? How did you get into entrepreneurship at this level? What What's the story behind all this? Well, I just want to say thank you for having me this morning. I am I am honored to be a part of this show this morning. We are blessed. I would be honored to tell you how it started for me. Um, I actually, since I was a little girl, uh, like I said, and I can remember back as far as kindergarten, where I wanted to be a nurse. Um, I, I used to draw and just have dreams of being a nurse. So um, I'm originally from uh, Buffalo, New York. Okay. And I started out in high school. So in high school, at about the age of 16, I entered in a program that allowed high school students to become nurses. And uh, that school was called BBTC. I don't even know if it's uh, any in, in, uh, still in right now, but that's how I got started. So I started out as a PCA, which is a personal care aide. And then I moved up the ladder to CNA and LPN, um, whereby I did in high school. And then I continued to be become an RN. So it was always in me, it was always my passion to do nursing. I've always had the passion to to want to help people, to um, want to help them um, heal and get to, uh, get to a place where they just felt like they, you know, I, I have a, the care that I need. I have someone here that's helping me, someone that desires to help me. I've always had that burning passion and desire to help people, and especially the geriatric population. I have to interject. You're right about how powerful that is. When someone senses that they are cared for, 
part of them starts to feel better, right? So I think that's a, a gift that you have uh, in terms of your, your passion and wanting to bring that, that quality out. Really, really cool. So I know that, okay, so you've got the agency that you founded there. Um, what else are you adding to this, this arena um, in order to be able to empower the community? So as I stated, I started at a really young age, and I started out as a PCA and a CNA, okay? And I'd like to bring back what it was for me as a young girl to do nursing. I'd like to bring the old school training back. I'd like to share that with the community, with the upcoming nurses, with the upcoming CNAs and PCAs. I'd like to give them what I was taught. So I am going to be offering or, or starting my own school of nursing. And, that, and, and in that, I will be training CNAs, I will be training PCAs, Medtechs, and we will also be offering CPR classes. That'll be until that is my passion to give back. Give back to the community what I learned. Yeah, that's powerful. And so with the classes, what what would be the youngest age that someone could enter and, and enroll in your program? So... Um, 18 would be the youngest age, okay. you know, that we would be accepting because that's that's kind of the uh, age, the high gotcha. school age when okay. everyone graduated high school and, you know. Okay. Um, and that's also a state uh, regulation as well. So 18 would okay. be the starting age. Yes. Okay. So 18 and up will be able to enroll in your programs. Yes. Fantastic. Congratulations. Thank you. I am just thinking about, from a community standpoint, um, the importance of really developing pipelines and partnerships um, to ensure that everybody that needs to know about the school actually has the information and can make referrals to those that would be good candidates for the program. So I'm certain that's something that you've already got covered, um, and certainly, you know, we're happy to help with that um, as you as you continue to develop. So let's talk a little bit about 2020. It's been crazy. Yeah. Clearly. It's been a challenge. Yeah, it's been a challenge. So let's talk about that. I mean, be transparent in terms of what the impact to your business has been and how you have had to pivot in order to remain viable this year. Oh, okay. So, you know, just being transparent and, 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 and talking about COVID and how it, uh, you know, kind of came up, up upon us. Yeah. We had, all of us had to pivot. We had to do some things differently because I serve one of the uh, most vulnerable populations. Um, we had to pivot. So, first of all, you have to follow the CDC guidelines, okay, because you're in going into the homes. Uh, you know, so following the CDC guidelines, wearing the mask, getting little COVID stations set up in their home, having their temperature taken, making sure if they had any signs or symptoms, they wouldn't show up to work, making sure if anything would, ha- would happen, they would have to be tested before they can go back to work. So that that's just kind of where we started. So you um, had kind of the fasting part to consider investing in new supplies and things like that to make sure that, you know, everybody... Um, remain safe. Yeah, it sounds like a lot. So yes, investing in masks. We had to invest in um, hand sanitizer, disinfectant, 
uh, you know, the gloves is, is, is a universal precaution, but we had to step it up a little bit. The reason why we had to step it up is because this was a thing where everybody was scared. Everybody's scared. Everybody is a little nervous. So we had to, you know, pivot on that. We had to pivot and try to comfort the uh, people. You know, our, our, our model is we, we, we relieve the stress so you can rest. So we wanted wow. to... They'll be able to have comfort and, and rest and knowing that we were on top of things. We were changing as the times were changing. I got you. And about how many patients do you do you typically serve at any given period of time? So at any give, given time, we service anywhere from 5 to 25 people. Sometimes more we get calls at different times. We may be serving them in, um, in one standard where... Uh, they may only need meds where we may have to just, you know, do medication monitoring, medication management. And then someone may need wound, wound care. It's different aspects to the company where we're out, we service people. So it's all different. Some people need personal care. So at any given time, we can have a different array of clients that we serve. Got it. Okay, for those that may have just tuned in, this is Blair Durham with Black Wall Street Today, talking now with Entrina Curry, the owner of Caring Hearts with Healing Hands Home Care Services. So I understand that's not the only new thing that's coming about. You're bringing the School of Nursing. What else is Entrina up to in this, in this field? <laughs> so I'm so excited. I'm so excited, Blair. I'm so excited to share with you guys. Um... I am coming out with a new scrub line. Wow. This line will be called Nurse Scrubologist Couture. And just to give you a little bit of how I came up with the name, any, if anybody knows nursing out there, anything with ologist on the end means the study of. That means the study of. So I am a nurse and I study scrubs. So that's where I came up with my name. Nurse Scrubologist Couture, right? Because it's not just scrubs we're offering. We're gonna be doing we're gonna be doing fun things with shoes and uniforms and different different accessories, you know, to go with your uniforms. Because I'll tell you uh, really quick, uh, Blair. Most people nowadays, they want to be comfortable, but they also want to be fashionable. They want to be cute. You're right. They want to be cute. Right. So our tagline is, we are the frontline worker for fashion. Fashion for the frontline worker. That is our tagline. We want to have fashion for everyone, whether it's a nurse, a doctor, MP, whatever you are in the healthcare field. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We, 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 we want to be your staff. We, we want to share those things with you. You kind of got me excited um, before the show started in thinking about the fact that, you know, in terms of manufacturing, in terms of textiles, the black community tends to be underrepresented, right? So we may retail others items but we're not uh we're not typically the manufacturer we're not typically the ones producing the actual clothing is that something that you're looking to get into with this line of scrubs are you going to be manufacturing these scrubs yes so we yes that that is that is the goal here we want to manufacture the scrubs as many times you know we are resellers of someone else's product or good, but my goal here was to have the own scrub line that represents 
me that represents what I feel as a nurse. So I wanted to be represented in that manner. So, yes, we would be doing all the manufacturing, all the designing, all of that will come from us. It will be a part of us. It will not be me reselling someone else's product. It'll be my own concept, my own thoughts, and we will put that on paper and not only on paper we're going to put it to fabric we're going to put it to fabric and we're going to get it out to the community I love the ownership um, component. You know, it's very interesting. We start the conversation now. You were talking about how from a very young age, you're super passionate about nursing and wanting to become a nurse, but what, uh, or wanting to become a nurse, rather. But what I hear you saying now is that you are a serial entrepreneur. That's yes, what I'm getting, is that, you know what? I've developed one income stream. I'm figuring out and very close to closing on a second income stream. I've got a third one up my sleeve. Like, my question for you now has more to do with the fact that there are so many that are just starting out in entrepreneurship. And anyone will tell you that the difference between success and failure in entrepreneurship is having access to mentors. Um, what kind of advice would you give to someone just starting out considering the possibility of starting a business? I would tell them, and I tell a lot of people, write the vision. Put it down on paper. What is it that you want? You have to, you have to know that there is struggles with anything you, you do, and especially with entrepreneurship. There will be some struggles. There will be some challenges that you will face. But you just have to keep going. You have to keep pushing and know that it is possible. Yeah, you can have it. You can do it. Out of what you just said, one, being crystal clear about what you want, or at the very least, writing down what you know you want right now, because a lot of times our ideas are going to evolve, right? I'm certain that when you started out, you may have had the vision for the school on day one, but eventually it's like, oh man, we can do school, oh man, we can, we can do our own lot of scrubs, but, but continue to kind of write down those, those dreams, and then the second part was um, recognizing that things are not going to be easy necessarily right just because it's our own thing doesn't mean that's going to make it you know that much easier to bring about i think that's a key point what else would you share right i think that some people um will say well you know i'm my own boss i make my own hours yeah but you also have your own struggles you are you're going to have some struggles you're going to have some ups and you're going to have some downs you're going to have some good days you're going to have some bad days but through the weather or through the storm you just have to keep persevering and know that it is able and that is possible you can have this you can do it you just have to stay focused you have to that's one key part if i can tell anybody anything you have to stay focused and not focus on what i did wrong yesterday focus on the new today today is a new day yesterday is behind me how can i make this better how can i strive better what did i do wrong yesterday that i can improve today yes yeah, I appreciate that. Um, I was recently invited to kind of have this very conversation. And one of the things that, you know, because I think the fear kind of cripples us from starting businesses. You know, right. what if I fail? You know, I just don't want to embarrass myself. And I remember saying that, you know, don't let 
what you don't know right now keep you from what you might learn in the future. Like there will always be an evolution in your thinking. You will continue to grow as you walk down the path. And so, man, I'm so excited to get that confirmation from you that <laughs> that you're experiencing that too, that there's, there's a grace, right? You're not going to get it right when day one, but you are going to grow and the growth is going to make the journey, I think it makes it worth it. What do you think? Oh, absolutely. When I first started out, you know, I didn't have people knocking down my door and coming to say, hey, I want you to take care of my mom or dad. I had to keep persevering, you know. Yeah. And it wasn't easy. I, I've had struggles. There's been times when I did a lot of things behind the scenes where I had to do myself. So I understand about a struggle. I understand about a starting point. Yeah, yeah. Man, I just got the cue that we have less than a minute, and I okay. want to make sure I know that went by quick, Antrina. Yes. Please um, uh, provide your contact information. So how can we find out more about your company? Um, how can we kind of engage with the work that you're doing? So Karen Hart with Healing Hands Home Care Services, we can, and I'm going to give you a short version, www dot c h w h h dot com that is how you can reach us online we also can be reached on phone by seven five seven five two three zero three five nine we also can be reached at facebook with our with our name caring hearts with healing hands home care services perfect Okay, Antrina, thanks so much for this time, and I would welcome you back on the show anytime. I really appreciated your energy and everything you shared. Thank you so much for having me, and I look forward to it. Anytime I can help you, I am more than happy to do it. This show is brought to you by Positive Vibes Incorporated, our consulting services. You do credit fixes tax resolution, we lend private money to real estate investors, and we do debt consolidations. Basically, we put money in your pocket when you need money. We put money in your pocket when you need money. 757-932-0177. Stay with us online at Black Wall Street Today on Facebook and Black Wall Street Today on Instagram. And then follow us on Twitter as well at BWS Today. We look forward to talking again next week. Have a wonderful week. I have said and I will continue to say that the most important priority for the black community is the black community, not a particular political party. Hey, yo, when I say black, you say Wall Street. Black, black Wall Street. When I say black, you say Wall Street. Black, black. When I say black, you say Wall Street. Black, black. When I say black, you say Wall Street. Black, black. Uh, black Wall Street. Black Wall Street. Phenomenal. Phenomenal.